0: Alright, and welcome to the Counterattack podcast. I am joined today by Richard Whittall and James Big. Fellows, how are you? Wonderful. Heyo. So we're going to talk about a few things today. A lot has happened in the last few days. Uh, what happened today on Monday? England. Roy Hodgson selected his his twenty three man squad, his thirty man squad, I guess you could say, for Brazil. Not too many shockers, I guess. Uh, Ashley Cole announcing his retirement kind of with the snap of his <laughs> fingers. I'm not sure if he really thought about that at all when he was just like, all right, I'm done. And I guess Michael Carrick getting left in the uh, the taxi squad for Frank Lampard. Other than that, I think it's a very exciting team they chose. There's a lot of young players that they're going to rely on to do and, and grow in Brazil. And maybe it's not about winning there. It's about going into Euro 2016 and going into Russia in, in four years and and really making a statement with some guys who will be only 25, 26 years old. So the Lampard inclusion, I I guess the fear is if he if he plays him, if he starts him with Gerrard again and we go through the same old classic experiment where it's just a disaster, but I don't think it's going to happen. I think he's going to nah. be
1: coming off the bench sort of thing. Yeah. I think uh, Paul Hayward uh said it best, he'll just is a good person to come off the bench and score a penalty at the end of a exactly. you know,
2: hard hard fought that's, yeah. that's actually my theory, is that Hodgson's picked a team to win on penalties. For once in, in a tournament, he's going to leave a mark and we'll have England actually going through a round on penalties for a change.
1: I actually think um, it's, uh, you know, the fear is, and it sort of came out to be true in, in uh, the Euros, that he would put out a squad that would be essentially conservative. And obviously he came in right before the tournament started, so it was sort of, he didn't really have much time to do much of anything. so And then we got those two banks of four, and, and we know how all that went for England. Mm-hmm. But uh, this time around it feels more balanced, and I think someone said it, the pool is definitely smaller, but the options are stronger than they were maybe two or, or definitely four years ago. So, you know, uh, no no ups and in the back back four there. Uh, it be, should should be interesting though. I don't know. We'll see.
2: No, I also feel like there's a lot of exciting young players in there, and then players also who are coming into form at the right time with people like Sterling and Lalana, who's had a fantastic season. It's good to see the likes of Lalana who play at Southampton, who aren't necessarily like a glory team, have had a phenomenal season, but aren't a big name. Getting picked to go to the World Cup, I'm excited. I'm saying to Devang earlier three months ago, you asked me I was not rem- I was pretty nonplussed about the whole World Cup situation with England's chances. Now, listen, I'm not getting carried away, but I think we've got a better chance than we had previously of getting out of the group stage. All of a sudden, yeah,
1: I don't think it's too crazy.
2: Ross Barkley one cap, thought that was kind of cool.
0: It's not, Apparently, though, Moldova he he, too, right?
1: He hasn't had one assist in 47 games <laughs> or something. So. Cool,
0: that's yeah. a stat. Yeah. <laughs> so I think people gave Hodgson the stick for uh, saying that. He thinks they can win the World Cup because he was asked a question. I don't understand what he was supposed to say. Be like, no, you know, we're just going to go in there right. and get our face. Well, he, kicked
1: said, in. he said what any manager would yeah. say. I was
0: like, what's the of point course. of playing in the tournament? Of course, we want to win the World Cup. But you look, you look at the group, and you look at Italy and Uruguay. Who I assume no offense to Costa Rica, but I think those are the two, three teams in that group that are potentially could go through. Italy has questions. Uruguay has questions as well. I think Italy has to travel a lot. It was, it's not. Crazy to see England progress out of that group, and also there's the potential for, to see an exciting lineup. And if you if you do have a, a Jack Wilshere besides Steven Gerrard and and a three ahead of them with a a Barkley, Lalana, Sterling, or an oxlade Chamberlain, and then a Rooney or a Sturridge up front, that is a it's a pretty decent attacking, mm-hmm. fast team. Yeah, a dynamic team that really you haven't been able to call England in a while. So.
1: Still, we know what happens. I mean, this is what we said when Kyle Walker and Andros Townsend were playing alongside (laughs) each other. We had such high hopes. And of course, you know, whatever. It's it's factors beyond their control and and changes in fortune happen. But... uh but it's just interesting to see how it will all come together. Sometimes you wear an England shirt and it all falls apart. Right. <laughs> exactly. So we all
2: know. I just wonder how he'll set them up, whether or not, you know, having a team with a lot of pace in it now, where they'll go for the old rope-a-dope strategy of just basically, you know, sapping up pressure for about 85 minutes and trying to hit them on the on break. The counter, so, yeah. Yeah, There's you know. a
1: way to do it that's interesting and exciting. Yeah. And I, you know, posit Real Madrid's uh, current season. So
2: that's that center-back
0: position is a, uh, a dicey one, I would say, and I yeah, think that's, I that'll a be, risky. Yeah. It'll be a little risky to play that style. Anyways, the Premier League ended on Sunday. Not that dramatic, unfortunately, but I guess fortunate if you're a Man City fan. Man City took care of business. They beat West Ham 2-0, rendering Liverpool's result kind of irrelevant. City, full credit for the win. I think that's what we can say yeah. throughout the year, throughout a really weird year where it was up and down. Arsenal led for the most days and yet they weren't remotely close by the end.
1: City didn't get any attention and I think they're on mm-hmm. par with Chelsea. It was like, well, of course they're going to be up there. But, you know, there was this much more interesting narrative for a while for Arsenal being top of the table for so long. And, and I wrote earlier today, I really think it was their season, their season to win. And uh, I know that Liverpool obviously got the attention because they came good right at the right moment. The last couple of months there, but uh but Arsenal, I don't know. I think there needs to be a little more introspection. Um uh, they weren't even that far off the top mm-hmm. at the end. It no. was like seven points no.
0: from first. So right. that five one at Anfield was pretty much I know Chelsea's six nil was bad as well, but like there were just a series of results where Arsenal did really well at not dropping points to the smaller clubs. Mm-hmm. Whereas Chelsea I think that's where they faltered and, and kind of messed messed up the plot, but
1: it's uh, a balance, it's, I don't think no, anyone was a clear winner no, I think the no. fact that City won isn't like yeah. yay City, we're always destined to be winners Like, I it think just it was They just... were
2: kind of the team who just made the fewest mistakes I think over the course of the season, they just stuck at it were very relatively consistent, I can't think of any real bad did Liverpool turns.
1: taunt them 5-1? Am I wrong about that? Didn't they get a result against City? I that? I remember. Remember, like maybe I'm totally wrong. Maybe that was against Arsenal. So. Uh,
0: they lost it at, at, at Etihad. Yeah. something five three. I think they. It's Liverpool lost there. Yeah. So
1: yeah, I can't remember. But there
0: was there was an incident earlier in the game that kind of shaped what happened. Oh, I, yeah, I think yeah. if you look at it uh, ex- like exclusively from a Liverpool perspective and forget that they were so close, what a fantastic fantastic year for them. 100 percent. Yeah. Back in the Champions League, we'll see if that kind of changes things in terms of where they go from here, but. It's a little unfortunate because everyone was like, this is their year. You have that United fan flying the 20 to nothing Stephen Gerrard <laughs> banner over.
2: This is probably Stevie's last chance, you would think, maybe? Yep, yeah, well, maybe? I would think so. That's, That's why I think it's so unfortunate that that slip. I hope it doesn't kind of, you know, personify his season. Because I, for one, was kind of excited about seeing Stephen Gerrard actually add a Premier League trophy to the collection of, you know, fantastic trophies he's already got. It was kind of would have been the icing on the cake of what would have been a phenomenal career for one of, I think, England's best players over the last 15 to 20 years. So it's too bad that at the end it came down to probably that one error, which almost was the turning point, in, certainly towards the end of the season against Chelsea, that allowed Denver Bar to go through and score. I think he can still hold his head up high. He's had a fantastic year, and you know what? The World Cup's still to come. Just running through the rest of the teams,
0: Chelsea, Jose, Jose Mourinho, no trophy. and mm. I think I think he by the end of it, he was just basically openly saying, Get me some more players. I need some more depth. Did kind you, of hilarious when you think about that in terms of how much they spent and the way they poach certain players like Willy and Mohammed Salah. But up front, they definitely need someone. It sounds like Diego Costa is coming. Yeah. I Liverpool
1: don't know. did beat Man City, but it was only three-two.
0: Three-two. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That was the company blunder what happens when you don't
1: yeah. make notes before a podcast. That's right. Well, it makes
0: right. it more
2: spontaneous. Right. Yeah. We like to keep it real. Tec- <laughs> Technology. That's the bottom yeah. line. But I tell you what, you think back to the start of the season. I think we made our predictions here as to who would win the title, who would go down. Just from memory, I think I picked Chelsea. So I, also, the title, I also picked Chelsea. Because I thought the Mourinho factor would play a huge part. In the end, I think he's become almost a parody of himself over the last six months of some of the crazy crap he's been coming out of in press conferences. It's almost become a little bit of a comedic side Sen act. Since
0: Suarez doesn't deserve to be player of the year and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's like really the Uber watch. Troll. It's just getting
2: boring now. Right. And yeah. then, of course, the other one I picked as a dead cert for relegation was Crystal Palace. They finished 11th Yeah, under the person that I like to, you know, I, I <laughs> guess deride the most, which is the guy who looks like he stocks his wardrobe from the club shop, Tony Pulis, <laughs> who, in my mind, is Manager of the Year. Why do you take three hats when you can take five? Right. right. Just in case. Just in case uh, maybe you're ready.
1: I'm totally off base here, but I find Crystal Palace aesthetically... Fairly, you know, a few notches higher than than uh, than Pulis's Stoke. I don't know. Yeah, obviously I, I, he can change all that this summer and probably will. But uh, yeah, you know, it's nice to see whatever something a little different under Pulis.
0: Uh, running down the list, so Arsenal. Arsenal was Arsenal. I think in in the grand scheme of things, it was not a, a shock to see them up top at a certain point because they did have the quality. It was also not a shock to see them capitulate after a certain amount of injuries and after some very tough, heavy defeats. With that said, I think Aaron Ramsey plays the entire year. Maybe they're in it for a bit longer. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're still more composed. But there's definitely an issue in terms of depth at the top, especially. That's we'll what it what is, man. Yeah. It's yeah. like mm-hmm. if you
1: have an Aguero who goes out, you have a Aguero to take his place. Exactly. And Arsenal have never been that close, City last Man City, had, last man City
0: had three. They had, and, and Zeko show up for exactly. the last four months and just play yeah. lights out. Just embarrassment,
2: isn't it? You look at Man City's squad. Yeah. It's, it's it's an embarrassment. Jovetic coming off yeah. the bench.
1: Right. How many games in, has Jovetic played It's crazy. It's crazy.
2: Spurs? Spurs or Spurs? I I
0: guess... Kind of similar to Arsenal. They had like the sim- like a year that they just have where they're only three points off what they were last year, but it seemed like a, just a horrible disaster from beginning to end. It
1: was, uh, there's a lot of speculation, but I mean, obviously the consensus is they got all these brand spanking new players to sort of like, uh, the, it was supposed to be like Gareth Bale Voltron. like All the, all the components. <laughs> if we, if we combine them together. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but unfortunately, they I don't think, you know, the, the, the idea is that they didn't do anything to settle these players properly. Obviously, when you have a squad, you have so many new players coming in, you need to... To have someone to sort of uh, make them feel at home right away, and and I guess Andres Viespoa is really good at getting them to shoot a lot. Mm. That was their
0: <laughs> that was their sort of flag for a while. And- Just allergic, although watching them on the weekend, observe a pitch, pitch of uh, uh, invasion. With Zenit, you're like, maybe he wanted mm. to come, we can just stick around <laughs> as the number two. That was kind of bad.
2: In hindsight, were Spurs too eager to get rid of AVB?
0: I don't think so. I think th- maybe some people just aren't cut out for... Just like David Moyes wasn't cut out for United, mm-hmm. I don't think AVB is kind of cut out, quote-unquote, for clubs of that stature. Even though I don't think Tottenham's a super big club, but they are, they are a oh, bigger yeah. club in England.
1: Sure.
0: Everton, a very good year. Speaking of former Moyes team, that being said, I think a little too herky-jerky and definitely they can improve in certain areas but I wonder if Roberto Martinez will stick around there for much longer either. I could see...
1: Well, where does he go? What's the rumor? Mm. Tell the us ground. to Vang. Exclusive.
0: You're yeah. on the ground. I, I feel... What a scoop. Venger <laughs> uh, refuses to say anything about his contract and he's saying publicly that the FA Cup does not matter in terms of his long-term future at the club. Uh, I think it does. Mm. I think it does a lot. So.
1: so what happens? He wins, he stays? He loses, he goes?
0: Either way. Huh. Monaco is coming calling with a lot of big bucks.
1: If he does go, I really want the old school on the pitch, microphone in the face. I'm announcing my.
2: Yeah, but the question is, if he goes, will there be trouble? And if he stays, will there be double? <laughs> I think you could say that,
0: James. I think you could say that. Um, <laughs> I but just did. I, I could see Martinez being a potential candidate. So for that for that opening, if it happened, whatever. That's all speculation. A lot of young, good young players. Do you think
2: Lukaku goes back to Chelsea, or is he is he sticking around? <laughs> I don't know it depends if Mourinho can unwind his ego get I his, think I believe you mean get his head out of his ass That was yeah saying, that's yes. another way of translating right. that for sure
0: right. It
1: seems he, stupid you know you, you want strikers you've been winding about right. strikers for the last two really months Here's a pretty good striker I don't Let's know Let's
0: feel the collection of geriatrics out there instead of you know recalling one of our guys Well
2: you only have to look at the impact Lukaku had at West West Brom and when he mm-hmm. leaves West Brom look mm-hmm. how they plummet like a stone I mean he, that guy is a, a phenomenal talent and I keep forgetting he's only 20 years old And
0: he, he only scored 16 goals Year I believe, or something around that. But it felt like a lot more. I felt like there was more instances where he did. But in terms of just impacting the general play, he missed a few important. games,
2: I think, through injury too. Right. But you're right. In, yeah, in terms of leading the line, a powerful forward man, and that's not you know, 16 goals is still a very good return in the Premier League.
1: If they uh, first, we need to know if they're penalties, as we spoke. About yeah. That's right. That's right. Second, uh, I know that some nerds like to do nerds, statisticians. Like to look at how these goals Oops. actually matter. There's no way
2: to talk about your friends. Hey, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm a nerd too, man.
1: Uh, but how these statisticians, they look at uh, the impact of these particular goals. So obviously if they're match winners, right? a big mm-hmm. deal. As opposed to the uh, point. the Fernando Torres uh, special. You know, Kapan went on on a 5-0 win. Mm.
0: And I guess top of the table, Man United. <laughs> lol, 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 lol.
1: Well... You know, I I didn't. I, it's really strange for me, and I don't know if maybe other people felt the same way. I really thought like because I've been I don't want to say like an Abu person, but like I don't I don't I have the dislike of Man United that mm-hmm. anyone who's not a Man United fan has. But this season, I really felt like a like kin's kin, I think like kindred spirit like, yeah, like a, kindred really kindred spirit. With, wow, you know their manager's terrible. Is so under a huge yeah. amount of pressure. Like it's just nice to see, you know, the Angels fall
2: and and that's what happens. Yeah
0: they'll be back.
1: Of course they'll they will. Football's cyclical,
2: right? Yeah. You know, I you think, have your uh, moment and then it goes for a bit and then you come back again.
1: I think their optimism for Louis van Gaal is a bit strange. It's almost as like you're watching a fan base that doesn't know what it's like to mm. be excited for like yeah. a potentially yeah. big manager. Right. Like outside of obviously Sir Alex <laughs> Ferguson. So they're like, yeah, Van Hollen, he does still. It's like, really? There, there's some there's some alarming, uh, you know. <laughs>
0: well, apparently it sounds like they're going to pay Luke Shaw all of the money they could possibly find. Was it so, 30 million? Wow. Well, they, the initial bid was at 28 million. That's going to go out for Man, a. Man, that
1: a English premium has grown hey, and grown. Hey. That's something that they never addressed in that Dyke report, by the way.
0: So, it's true. Yeah. Uh, we addressed Palace from the surprise teams, but of the departed, and I know, James, you have a very uh, vested interest interested in this, but who will you miss the most out of the three that we're going to say goodbye to? I
2: don't think the Premier League will miss any of the three hand on heart because you know table don't lie as they say, and <laughs> the worst three teams. Oh my God, the worst three teams <laughs> are the three teams that got relegated. And listen, I'm you know I'm a massive Norwich fan, and I actually towards the end hated watching my team play. <laughs> right. It was that depressing right. at the end of the day. So I listen, felt
1: that way about Villa. It's like if Villa had gone yeah. down, I don't think I would have shed too many tears.
2: It actually got to, so I think I said to you, Diva, at one point I said I'll be embarrassed if we stay up because we've yeah. just been so bad this and that we haven't deserved And,
0: you know, it. Sunderland fully deserved. For sure. Gus Poyet was able to pull off and in, in light of Josie Altidore being possibly the worst player in Premier League mm-hmm. th- this year.
1: He did the thing, and regardless, you can talk about luck, and obviously that always plays a factor with these things, but, you know, to do what he did, I mean, drawing with City 2-2 and then defeating uh, what was Chelsea. It, to Chelsea 2-1 yeah. uh, at Stamford Bridge, that's not it's, a... That's,
2: and United, they beat Andy, which I know
0: isn't the same anymore, yeah. but it's yeah. all the same. Jose Mourinho's first home loss. Yeah. In league play,
1: and then four, and then to cap that off with four consecutive wins, or whatever it was, it was four. Wins. I feel like yeah. Yeah.
0: those teams that avoid relegation like that, you need like a Connor Wickham that emerges from the from the depths. Yeah, it had to and be an just, Switch and... player, of
2: course. To deny, <laughs> thanks, man.
0: I'm gonna miss Fulham because I like Fulham fans. I like Craven Cottage. I love Craven, College. and I. I'm I gonna feel... miss that
2: park. That's. You missed the Michael Jackson statue. I, and and that
0: apparently yeah. was the curse. Mm-hmm. And Felix McGath, after after the game, was like, "They didn't buy in. They have no heart." Lewis Holtby's a, a clown. N- not so many words. You can fuck off. I'm sorry, can I say that? He can you can fuck you
1: right can. off uh, because <laughs> this whole nonsense about he sells himself as like the the guy from from
0: uh, politician who master, shows up in yeah. the the, the te- wolf, the cleaner. You yeah, know? yeah, 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 the wolf.
1: It's like, and then and then they just play like that, and like no change, literally no change.
0: And apparently Cardiff into tan is willing to go back to red, uh, back to blue instead of red, which just I mean I guess sums up that entire year for Cardiff. And I feel bad for Gunner, and I think he'll probably stick around for one year down there. Mm. They'll give him a chance. No, yeah, I think, I think so. he should. Right, he should. He so. should do. Yeah. Anyways, before we move on. I asked you guys and I don't know how well prepared you are for this rich vote I have answers your your best and your worst moment of the 2013-14 campaign so Rich I'll start I guess start with your worst
1: Uh, my worst I think was uh, Manchester United beating Villa it's like after like this whole run and the idea that because I've always taken pride as like uh this was the season we would do it. We would break the stupid duck. It was like a crappy team under mm-hmm. David Moyes. They lost to sort of, sort of, you know, mediocre opponents in the league. This would be the time to do it, and it was sort of like to me that was the quintessence of, of Paul Lambert's mm. season with Villa. And they're being sold now. So what's yeah? Who is
0: there any uh, rumor like?
1: We don't know. There's very much we don't know. I haven't heard much talk of these two Texan American Texans. Business. Yeah, exactly. Oil. oil, oil, Dallas. Yeah. Oil, that is. Uh, <laughs> Black gold. But I don't want their oil money. I want the, uh, you know, the, the real. Middle Eastern yeah, oil money. Yeah. But uh, regardless, uh, I have no idea what's happening. I'm i am glad that Lerner's sell, selling because he didn't really seem to be much of a, you know, business. he didn't have much business acumen. Surprise. It's uh, funny. Uh, Cleveland Browns owner <laughs> yeah. not really getting the sports ownership stakes. But uh, yeah, it didn't work out very well. He poured a lot of money into the club, so thanks for that. It was all uh, Martin O'Neill's uh, con, con artist job. It's mm. like the... Yeah, uh, but that was the worst moment. The best for me was, uh, was again, Man United was uh, Everton beating. Uh, uh, yeah, that was, that was That's cool. when I did my new Trafford tweet, which I'm still pretty that well right. good
2: That was good. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. gold yeah. dust. But it
1: did really feel like uh, something had changed. Something yeah. had snapped, broken. The, the spell was over. So
2: well, there it was. Wow. Well, James? Best and worst for me, probably the same game. It was uh, Liverpool-Norwich back in just before the holidays, I think it was. Best because Suarez scored four of the most outrageous goals I think I've oh, yeah. seen a four score. A little... Insane. Yeah, ridiculous. You know, the first one volley from about thirty five <laughs> yards, second one dinks past about three players and buries it in the bottom corner. And that that point on I thought, you know what, this lad's a bit special. Um but, up there yeah, with
1: Mark Viduca scoring four for, sh- for Leeds. There you go, yeah.
2: exactly. And worse because, you know, as I said, you know, I'm not going to drip on about it too much, but that was one of the most unenjoyable seasons in living memory for, for being a Norwich <laughs> fan. And never before have I seen, like before a game, been so, so convinced we were going to get humped about 6 0. And I think it ended up 5 1. So actually, we did better than I thought we would. I miss Ricky. Well, Well, everyone misses Ricky.
0: RVW forever. My worst is Arsene Wenger's 1,000th game at Chelsea, (laughs)
2: 6-0. I was
0: working that day, and it was maybe the most painful experience. I had to turn off the volume maybe 20 minutes in. And between Andre Mariner mistaking Kieran Gibbs and Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain and just Wenger's face and Mourinho pumping his fist after Salah's sixth goal, just left a really rotten
2: taste in my mouth. Was that
1: the game where he claimed he was shedding? No, that was a different game. I think it was a different yeah. game. But so that was a Mourinho
2: interview, wasn't it? He was like, "What did he say? Like after the first two minutes, game is over." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he
0: broke, he broke Arsenal's rule, and he knew it. It was just really upsetting, and it was, it was a really, I think, one of the lowest moments Arsenal fans have had, in in a span of time where there have been quite a few of them, actually. So. Mm. That was bad. The good Palace Liverpool, Dwight Gale, that just the end of that game. Yep. I know if you're a Liverpool fan, you definitely feel differently, but that was something else. With 75 minutes gone through, 3 0, done and dusted, it's over. And then Tony Pulis led Crystal Palace unveils this. To me, that's what makes the Gerrard slip so annoying because, it, I it mean, sli- it was really that game.
1: That, that was, was, to me, summed up everything about Liverpool. Amazing attacking talent, really, really amazing point forward, but they were just really lax at the back. And they yeah. showed up in all those goals. The yeah. space that uh, the, the center
0: backs afforded it's like Martin Skirtle, Martin Skirtle scored seven times this year. He also scored four own goals. Yeah. Like That's that's yeah. the risk you take, I guess, when you're just a, a bomb forward, score, score, score right. team, and you have guys at the back. Agger missed a couple games and Sacco was good at times But just not good enough I guess Consistently so
2: And if you look at A lot of Liverpool's Results this season Richard I think you wrote A piece on this Quite recently They were never really they didn't, They're didn't. they not a team To eke out the 1-0s There were a few 5-3s A couple of 3-2s Chucked in It was always kind of We're going to go out And score more goals than you And that only works To a certain extent As we saw They kind of fell down The last couple of weeks
1: A bit Kevin Keegan-like <laughs> A little bit But
2: they were still Fun to watch Yeah absolutely
1: Much like uh, The 90s What was it 95-96 yeah. Yeah. yeah Keegan Newcastle
0: all right, uh, just before we go, two big games coming up on Saturday. Oh, Barcelona, man. Atletico, Madrid, for all the mobbles mm. at Camp Nou, if Barcelona wins, they win the league. If Atletico secures a draw or they win, they win the league. Now, I've made this mistake in two separate posts and I had to go back and delete it. The
1: difference is their head-to-head uh, record. That's right. right? because so they they drew on points, that goes head-to-head over the season.
0: Because ah. they drew in their first game. If Barcelona wins, they would win the head-to-head, and they'd be level on points. So that's that's exactly correct.
1: So it really is a cup final. Oh, it's yeah. insane. Yeah. Uh,
0: a part of me wants part. I know Atletico is like the story of the season, and how they can pull off this miraculous double and and take down mm-hmm. Barcelona and Real Madrid in two of the biggest games of the year. That'd be something else. A part of me though, Barcelona not in disarray, but. Tata Martino is already pretty much out the door. Like there, he's being kind of pushed forcefully. It'd be nice to see not the old guy, but the Zavi's and the Iniestas. And, and PK was saying that uh, I think no, sorry, Mascherano was saying that a lot of us won't be here. It's probably our last game for the club. Maybe one last note to go out on, and then Atletico win win the Champions League. Mm.
1: The one annoying thing about this whole setup, as as thrilling as it is, is that if Atletico wins, it's gonna be it's gonna be talk about you know, look at what Simeone has done uh, with, you know, the squad that he has, and, you know, he's in the Champions League final, yada, yada. And if Barca wins, it'll be like, oh, look at the depth issues in La Liga when even an under underperforming right. Barcelona with with Tata Martino at the helm can can win the entire league. You yeah. know, at least by accident. So after drawing nil-nil with Elsh, you know, this same weekend. <laughs> so or the weekend after. So yeah, I don't know. That's gonna be annoying.
2: This is a truly thrilling finale though. And you know, you kind of you know you gotta take the the English Premier League blinkers off, which I wish some you know English based tabloid reporters would do. I mean I saw a tweet and I'm, I forget who it was, so I'm not gonna call anyone out, but it was from a, a national tabloid journalist last weekend who tweeted and that, that games like today are what make the English Premier League the best and most thrilling league in the world that's <laughs> have you seen? and all, you look at the replies people are like La Liga question yeah. mark because that's literally how exciting it's been this season yeah. in Spain what a finale for it to come later! but
1: in. you know the, that's the great thing about Gareth Bale is that his presence in Real Madrid has pushed that team and La Liga's news to the headlines in the right. Daily Mail not, 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 not for a few weekends either like the last I think it was like a couple weekends ago that they sort of trumped the Premier League storyline mm. so
0: and and on that note, they move that game to Saturday at 5 p.m. local time in Britain, which happens to be at the same time as the FA Cup final. So <laughs> if, if, it's kind of, if the Cup's lost its luster, that's bad enough. But Arsenal, Hull City, please got Arsenal. Please <laughs> freaking win this game. I don't know what... You've come undone before like this, have Oh, you? God. What's wrong with you? You don't yeah. like the magic of the cup? Yeah. I love it. I, like, I just want to get... De- so, Thierry Henry and the New York Red Bulls are in Toronto that day, mm. and a bunch of us are trying to get Thierry Henry to come to the pub to watch the game with us, which will never happen. You but do imagine, imagine. Don't do that with your accreditation pass on. Of course not. Of course not. And also, I believe at 12 o'clock, they're playing at 4. Maybe a bit unrealistic. Yeah. Maybe a bit. But, hey, it do, do come true. Just win, guys. Win. Anything else, guys? Anything else? Nah.
1: Yeah, sorry for not doing more podcasts. Lately. Yeah,
0: you don't, we'll uh, we'll be back before the, the Champions League final. And we, we have a we, World
1: Cup coming, and we have a lot oh, more. We have a lot
0: of hot content coming for you, straight into your ears. Yeah, Whew. and faces too. And Limey. Eyeballs, right? Right. right in your eyes. You're, I didn't consent get, to this. Get ready. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Everybody loves radio. Nobody loves
2: video. Like what you hear. Check out the score.com slash counterattack for more soccer goodness. Check us out on Twitter too at our will and at decide event.